0: and welcome to the two medics podcast just a quick shout out to our sponsors mah.uk.com for medical accountancy needs and also to lifelinehealthcaregroup.co.uk for the best locum rates Welcome to another episode of the Two Medics Podcast. My name is Imran Lasker. I am a consultant radiologist and I'm not telling you where I work this week. But... Oh, fair enough. Yeah. nobody, everyone knows. I was going to yeah, say nobody's
1: yeah, interested, but they all know. Yeah, they all, man, anyway. they all know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm Thrice Wardner, I'm a cardiology registrar, in Zingen intervention. I'm currently working at the Norfolk Norwich Hospital University. How is that? How is that? Yeah, it
0: always feels it's not, not like London, me. so it's far away. Yeah, it's just far away. It's, it's far, far away. away. It's, it's
1: far, far away. from London. <laughs> Yeah, it's mm. an hour and a half from london it's nice i really like working there people are there online. you must
0: be really excited right the line and all that completely affects your life doesn't it elizabeth line
1: what How's it affect the tube me?
0: line no, I'm just the tube line to me.
1: norwich <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, it became
0: like a really big deal it was all over the news i was like, thinking yeah, it only affects london why is this something that's going kind of thrown everywhere like everyone is rabbiting on about Anyway, it just shows you how London-centric so much of what we see uh, on BBC and all that is. Anyway, yeah. how you been? There Therese? was a
1: tweet. Oh, yeah, 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 got, no, no. yeah. There was a tweet about the Jubilee. Do you see that? Where they were like, they didn't have 20 million to feed starving kids during a pandemic, but they pulled out mm. 1.3 billion. I think that's probably, I don't know if that's an actual number, it sounds like, like made up in the yeah, one billion. the thing is, it situations.
0: might be because if you think about how much productivity is lost in terms of people not going to work because of the jubilee, yeah. that's going to be quite a lot, isn't it? Right?
1: Yeah, but sure, it's high. And yeah, whatever uh, it is, exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: whatever yeah. it is, it's too much. Given that they didn't have, they didn't. They said they didn't have money for starving kids, so I guess.
0: Mate, not... the country is. Uh, I, I never. I don't know whether I am going to lose a whole lot of followers. I lost a few followers this week. I don't know what that was. Oh, which is fine, not an issue. But um, like uh. I'm not a royal, I don't get the royals. I just don't understand what the big deal is, why everyone cares about anything to do with them. Like, what, really boring. What do they do exactly. Yeah, they're so boring and yeah, fine, they're rich and they have this nice life. And it's like, oh, that's cool, man, but like, yeah. why does it bother me? I don't really care who's king or queen or rest. I don't know. Someone, I'm sure, I will think... tweet at me and tell me a whole lot of history. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Like, I think it'd be way cooler, though, if it was a bit more Game of Thrones. If Prince Charles <laughs> and like Prince William and Harry and like, they actually tried to like murder each other and literally just yeah. tried to like get on the throne. But I'd be way mm. more invested in that, because I'd be like, team Megan, I'd be like, oh, and people are like, oh, Megan's like Cersei, but she's not, really.
0: But that they've made it, they've dramatised the whole thing, haven't they? So it is like his mini sort of own series of the whole thing, right? The, the crown or on them. My wife keeps watching yeah, that show, and she's always but, going on about yeah. it. So,
1: yeah. But really, it's like a whole of drama about nothing. Like, oh, this person was like, I feel a bit awkward about going to the, like, it just is really lame. <laughs> we, we need more murder, there's not enough murder
0: yeah yeah we do we do yeah i that, think we need think... knives we need murder and
1: yeah if all this Kids money we're paying towards them just a little bit of murder might <laughs> no?
0: but this is what i find so bizarre like People don't want to pay doctors, they don't want to pay this, they don't want to pay that, but it's all right, pay them. But they offer less than anyone.
1: What is is this? (laughs) Exactly. Do you see, there was like this Prince, like Prince Charles did some speech, didn't he, about, oh, we need to tackle the crisis of poor and basically how awful things are. And he was like literally Mm. sitting on the throne and like had a separate (laughs) car for his like crown like, ah, part of the problem. But anyway, it's been Mm. a week. You're going to go on holiday. You're going to a yeah.
0: Good. I I'm going on Saturday, but what I don't know is a good tip for anyone out there, but I always stay in the hotel right next to the airport that it's connected oh. to. Yeah, it finds a little bit more money, but you just chunk it in with the rest of the cost of the hotel, the, the holiday, because, man, the grief that you don't have when you've got it in the morning, you've got to get up, get the kids ready, get yeah. in the car, drive there, hopefully you get there on time. And now it's just like you wake up in the morning, get changed, and just walk down the this little like tunnel thing and you're there. It just makes such a big difference. Uh, so... Oh. Technically, the holiday starts tomorrow, but I'm actually hopefully nice. flying away on Saturday. So I'm really looking forward to the first holiday in two years. I hope this goes well and I nice, finally yeah. get to relax. But yeah, I don't enough. think I will. I'm taking laptops with me. So what can you do?
1: It does mean that you might not be on the podcast next week. People can guess maybe if you'll be there, if you won't be there. Well, let's the see. Let's see
0: how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try. I'll try my best. But you never know. I might, I might end up being busy and thinking, you know what? Three, sure. Sorry, mate. I'm on
1: holiday. On we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah,
0: get on yeah. with it, mate. Get on with it. But anyway, you, you were saying something happened to you this week. You wanted to you like, uh, no, I want to talk about something.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was the ward this week and it's been tough, man. Essentially um just been it's kind of a bit like a throwback to being like an SHO ward jobs discharge letters which is terrible like I'm so terrible at discharge. Like, literally the poor pharmacist is like phoning me up after every single discharge letter, being like yeah you've got this thing wrong I'm like oh me again I'm So, ter- hmm. but anyway whatever uh, I need to learn I need to learn but uh, so my phone was literally going off the hook like literally just getting calls about absolutely everything and to a point mm-hmm. where it's just like rinsing my battery and so mm-hmm. I was walking through this ward and I saw that there was a phone on charge and I thought oh quickly like switch batteries around And we're good to go. So I switched the batteries around. I've got four batteries just like walking onto my office, close the door. And literally this like Karen type just like burst in. I was like, excuse me? And I was like, yeah. She's like, this battery that you've put in this phone doesn't work. It does work. And she's like, can you swap the battery? We need this phone. And I was like, okay. I literally just swapped it because I've got like a meeting but. The, the battery does... Anyway, uh, I handed it back to her. But she had this look on her face, like I'd... Basically, as if I'd stolen a <laughs> loaf of bread or something. I felt like Aladdin. And she was like... You know, <laughs> she was going to chop off my hand. And it was just... It was really bizarre. But, like, the indignation. She she was... Mm. Mate, she looked really angry with me, like... Because I'd swapped, swapped batteries around to that phone that was in the charging dock with the full battery. It's she, amazing what really,
0: people get irate about don't you think if i wonder if you really ask that person let's take a step back from the situation let's have a look what's happened They we're talking about battery in a phone yeah are we really gonna have an yeah. argument about battery but me, she
1: ran after me she ran after me wow so, yeah, t- yeah so the, th- the funny thing is though she didn't realize that two days before i had done the same thing i saw the batteries so actually the battery that i had that i put there was me returning the original battery back so mm. um, i don't know but i guess it's like
0: what? obviously we're making a bit of an assumption here, but do you think that she might have thought that you're a bit arrogant? You feel you fit in that stereotype of an arrogant doctor. You've come so, in, you yes, walked in, you've taken what you need to go, and yeah, you know, that's it.
1: I am okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now I'm alluding to Mel's tweet actually. mel's tweet was uh this week, wasn't it? And it was really going on about I think there was someone who retweeted a question, I think it was, and an answer about how to be helpful to colleagues. And it was a very weird thing to say. It was like, be willing to play part in the whole team. You are less likely to annoy any colleagues who might think you're acting above your level. In some instance, bullying behavior has been avoided or eradicated simply by taking turns and making the tea with the nursing stuff and that kind of riled up uh Mehul. he's he says he's got opinions and he, he needs to share those opinions doesn't he and so well, he's clearly showing his opinion yeah what
1: do you think yeah i'm with him on this one because i think the implication yeah. there is that you're the position that you're t- taking as, as a medic is that people are going to assume you're a ranker that's the def- default take so you need to go out of your way to prove that you're humble or down to earth or whatever mm. so that people will give you the benefit of the doubt. His response is, this is absolutely astonishing. Imagine a training module for nurses which said the same thing, but about their working relationship with doctors. This absolute obsession that every doctor is an arrogant piece of shit needs to be put in their place. And it's true. I, I feel like there is a bit of that, isn't there? I guess that first, first impressions are really important, aren't they? And of course, mm. there are like, there are people who are, who are obviously not very nice and they're kind of bullies. And it just seems really peculiar a peculiar thing to say take turns making the tea with the nursing staff like that whole thing like oh you should when you're a medical student you should take cake with you because people are much more likely to engage with you like why can't <laughs> people just give you the benefit of the engage. doubt when they first meet you yeah yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: but there you yeah, go yeah. That's you do. it's but the thing is that like, people get really riled up about these question banks but when you actually go behind the question bank and who is making the question bank what you'll notice is that these people just anyone can write questions and they get paid yeah. for it. And so there's no real authority behind these question banks. I I know we can get annoyed by it, but when you see question banks, usually they are they're sort of profit-driven. But actually, having said that, I've just noticed that this is not a normal question bank. This looks like actually a training module on actual hospital Mm. computer internet. So actually, that completely negates what I've said. This looks like an issue because it maybe (laughs) seems as though it's a problem across hospital without implying that all doctors arrogant i need to just yeah. sit down and make some tea sometimes because that's yeah. important which you know, it may be but not part of the part of the the deal but speaking of an arrogant doctor there was someone as well did you see that he was like someone i think he popped up on love island or something and then since he left love island he's done a bit of the the standard stuff about ending up in the papers and writing all these things and his big advice was have more fruit and veg that that's what will keep you healthy did you see that did I, Did we talk about this and
1: we i think you we did, i mean you meant Yeah, you mentioned Mm. that, I haven't actually seen it. So uh, Mm. was he asked a question, like, how did the context is probably important, right? Yeah,
0: so I think he was just giving sort of general health advice in in a column somewhere. And then one of the things were like eat fruit and veg. And um, that riled up Med Twitter because they were like, "Um, yeah, that's obvious. That's really profound, isn't it? And that was subsequently subtweeted by our good friend, Zach Ferguson, who's been on on fire, man. Mm. This is a fire subtweet. He goes, drink water, but avoid fire, says top (laughs) dog. Says top doctor. This, that was just genius, and uh, obviously, if you do get to read it, it's a really funny, funny tweet.
1: Yeah. the best of the bit I don't really get is for medical registrar and daffodil enthusiast. Why is he daffodil enthusiast?
0: I think the point is that the person's qualifications in terms of giving uh, medical advice. or that he was on TV once. That's I what see, it is, isn't sure. it? That's what most right, of the time. I like it. It always makes me wonder about a, a bigger topic here. I know I rant sometimes on this podcast, but this is, this is the point of the podcast, I get to rant. So I always find it really weird when you're reading these articles about, let's say Dr. Such and Such ends up on Love Island, right? And now he's a famous influencer. They'll say this phrase that keeps popping up in life. I don't know if you can relate to me on this one. They say, let's say, Thrusia found He found fame and such as if we're all looking for fame. That's what we found. And they finally found it, that's the, that's the, the promised land. I just find that really weird. And I just find that keep coming up again and again they found fame and now this this particular doctor i'm not going to name him because i don't want people to pile on them and it's not hard to find them if you want to find them but they found fame and now they're on tv and now they're on doing all this stuff they're doing the circuit and offering their very um, good advice of eating uh, fruit <laughs> and veg
1: who would have thought of that mm. yeah,
0: yeah exactly it's a bit like when you're about to i remember when i used to play rugby for school and then my parents are always really worried about me they're always worried that i was going to get busted and i did get busted but they always say try not to hurt yourself and like, yeah <laughs> Be careful, no, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that. That didn't make any. E. Never thought of that at all. Yeah, um, they're like,
1: are yeah. like, oh, I shall turn up the careful dial. <laughs> like, I, always, I always find that funny when people that, say that.
0: No, 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 don't tackle me. My parents said to be careful. Don't tackle yeah, yeah, me. Don't exactly. do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of columnists, did you see the other columnist this week that ended up in a bit of trouble? Uh, did you have a run-in with them as well? For me
1: about Alison. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Probably. yeah. Nah, she didn't do anything to me. I don't think she even oh, blocked me. Okay, Not important enough. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is when someone writes something stupid is to just refashion their tweet just to show them how stupid they're being but she didn't even
0: yeah did you do to that today good. you might have done it was quite a long tweet yeah anyway. oh yeah
1: yeah i did do that today but yeah we won't talk about him again but Alison pearson she <laughs> she's just horrible <laughs> and she's works for the tory graph and she just i think what tends to happen is if there if there are people if you need to do a hit piece on someone then she's your hack journalist to do it i was worried um, what you're gonna say but good yeah. thank you <laughs> i changed my mind at the last minute there you go you yeah good yeah. yeah but yeah. she's just horrible and uh, mm. she's just talking about the sarcasm about burnt out doctors and working from home or whatever and blah yeah, she's just really boring yeah. And dull. so i think so i've definitely muted her so unfortunately she ended up on my feed because silver had tweeted at her but um I'm very happy to not talk about her you know, silver. yeah so god But there was Hmm. another. So more recently, there was Mm. um, something funny and I thought hurtful. Richard Bacon, a Conservative MP, says that NHS staff need to let their hair down. And I feel like this might be in response to like, Boris Johnson having loads of parties and stuff. And they keep saying, oh, like nurses having a drink at the end of their shift like mm. that. In Ireland. But it's just I think it's hurtful because of the hair down thing, but also because the fact that the toys <laughs> yeah. are having parties all the time. It's just
0: amazing. That whole situation is um, just absolutely amazing. But yeah. it's, it's what I keep thinking. like, What do you expect? I think your expectations are so low that this is this doesn't even surprise you know when I saw it it's not no you didn't no you didn't it's oh okay yeah fair enough I expected photos to stamp at some point.
1: My in laws are Tories and um, I keep I know people talk about like voting for the Tories and then they go oh but Jeremy called oh but Keir Starmer he had a party and so now I've decided Mm. that the best way to approach this is just to come back with absolute sarcasm and I saw this comedy line where someone was like yeah I used to hate the Tories and now I figured because now I'm earning some more money I think Mm. I might actually start voting Tory because I don't want to pay taxes. The money that I Mm. earn, I don't want to give it to anyone else. I don't want my money to be like taxed away and spent on Mm. hospitals or schools or people who are less (laughs) fortunate than I. I.
0: yeah, a, exactly. Duck house you know, and uh, whatever expenses they pull through. Yeah, exactly. I don't
1: want it to be spent on other people, people less fortunate mm. than myself. So I want to keep it to myself. And he just says it in this like really nice, sarcastic way. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It, it, I can see the temptation, and I know of people that literally think of that way, li- have thought that way. They've oh. uh, yeah, they start making more, and they started thinking like that. Which fair enough. This is when oh, I yeah. always think that you don't know what you're going to do until you're in that situation. And fair enough. Like now they know what they do in that situation, and money was actually more important less taxation etc cetera, etc cetera. actually yeah. I, I've got a good friend of mine that I, I like to wind up a lot and I think the other day I was I was jokingly saying to him that yeah you just don't get it what's a what's a big deal about the Tories and they're like they're trying to cut tax for the rich and I was like okay so but then that's good right I don't want the ta- the Tories to get more money so so the answer is to make more money is that what you're saying oh, no that's not what I'm saying is I said like, so what are you saying because are you telling me to pay tax or not pay taxes like, no you should pay tax like, okay so you want me to pay tax but then it goes to the Tories own pockets doesn't it so should I pay tax or not pay tax? And he was getting, he was getting completely like bamboozled. Like, I don't know what to say to you. Well, I don't know what to say You're to you. And I'm just chilling. Just relax. i will just whine you. I'm sorry. You're a
1: bad friend. You're a playing bad around.
0: Friend. I know. I'm a, I am but a bad friend. One yeah, well, yeah, day he's going to yeah. stroke out. And... <laughs> it's like, it's going to just not compute and then just like, yeah. no, you <laughs> took it too far. You took it too yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. Speaking about taking it too far, this GMC thing that popped up this week, oh, I, I told Robbie about it and she didn't really, I don't think she really believed it. She's like, Seriously. Yeah, do you want to tell us about that?
1: There are a few things, like, we could be talking about so I'm many about different the, uh, things.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's how bad the situation's got. The one thing that I was telling her about was actually the laptop situation. Oh, and, yeah. And I was just completely flabbergasted, in truth.
1: I, st- I still don't really get it. So, like, basically, there's an Asian doctor, Manjula um, Aurora, who I think had requested a work laptop and had a conversation about it. And then was, like, following mm. up with another telephone call where she was basically used the words... I was promised a laptop and that Mm. was what she was really like hauled up upon the use of the word promised because apparently it was like misleading Mm. which seems like a really bizarre thing to be like hauled before the GMC for especially for someone who's an international graduate for whom nuance might be lost but also Mm. it's probably something that you could use as a kind of slip of the tongue anyway anyway I think there are lots of other issues like she had as in lots of other ulterior motives for why she was referred to the GMC because she was referred by some outside provider I think and there was an issue with her kind of suggesting that the service was like minimized and perhaps the referrals of retribution I don't really know but the main issue I think was the the fact that the GMC saw this as an area for concern and placed sanctions and stuff and loads of people were saying this is just racism like why are they you know why are they so strict and uh, clamping down on this when there are you know plenty of people who are sexual harasses and i think we talked about it some time ago Some like a surgeon who'd like crawl through the window of like his f1 or something and they were given the benefit of the doubt and it's like what the hell's going on here you're like you clamp down on language but not this disgusting behavior it's completely inconsistent people are rightly saying maybe it's because she's a woman and because she's of color Mm-hmm. They seem to come down like a ton of bricks. But there's there were so many other things, right? So there was... I So what did Rabia say? I'm interested to... She was just like,
0: no, that can't be for real. And I was a bit like, yeah, that's what happens. But then I, I have been telling her that as far as I understand, thankfully, I've had no personal run-ins with the GMC, but from various people that I know who have had run-ins with the GMC, they haven't been very supportive of anyone that... May I mean, brown people, black people. <laughs> uh, and in fact, uh, OK, so there was an incident where I think someone, OK, so allegedly I know of a situation where someone felt as someone else was being a very Islamophobic. And mm. when you looked at everything, they were being Islamophobic. There, there was no doubt about it. Right. And they were called up on it and they were kept going down this road of being like, I'm not being Islamophobic. I'm just saying that people, it, they were saying about the burqa and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. And so basically, uh, long story short, they did get referred to the GMC. And then the reply oh. that the person got. So what happens is if you refer someone to the GMC, you get a reply from the GMC telling you, like, this is what the outcome was. And uh, so yeah. uh, someone who is Muslim referred them to the GMC and then they got a reply saying, we look through the tweets and we feel, feel as though it wasn't Islamophobic at all. And you think, oh. hang on. A Muslim person's messaged you guys saying that this is Islamophobic, and you've turned around and said that. Yeah, they exactly. get to, they get to that, tell you yeah. that no, you've you misunderstood it's not Islamophobic, yeah. even though you're offended. Kind of and all that but stuff. that was
1: unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. yeah good,
0: exactly. Good. And so I know that to happen for definite. And so those kind of insider knowledge things, you realize, okay, this is not the kind of organization I want to interact with too much. Just let, let me practice for as long as I need to practice. I'm not going to get in your way. I'm staying out of this, whatever it is. You feel the same, right? You don't want to be referred yeah. to them because immediately you feel like you're in the back foot immediately
1: yeah you know my name's too long to well. exactly my name's too exactly. long i need to change my name yeah. but the thing is that they take so much of our money and then there's uh, there was a, another tweet recently which kind of was a quote of an email whereby people were being encouraged to fill in their gmc survey and mm-hmm. if they encouraged. didn't it says <laughs> yeah well, it says dear trainees we've been asked by a few of you what to do if you have not Uh, completed the GMC survey. Although this is not mandatory, the GMC extended the deadline for this to be completed. We've been informed that you need to complete a reflection of no less than 250 words on why you did not complete this, why it's important to do feedback, and how you make sure you will complete this in the future. This sounds like a school imposition. An impositioner. Is impositioner like a public school thing or private school thing? Would you? I, uh, I don't know. I've
0: got a few of those over my time. Did Actually, you? I'll tell you about how I got one. Yeah, yeah. So there was one big one I remember. So I, I think we might have mentioned that we had a certain music teacher that was clearly racist, right? Yeah. Yeah. He basically said that you Indian tribe are going to let the class down and oh, like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah and that goes. went around the school a bit. I remember that. But one day, fair enough, like I uh, around around the music area, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the music area, there was this kind of grassy bit near near where the the lake was and stuff. Listen to me talk about school, man. Lake, there you go. go had a lake, and it was actually more of a pond. What was it? A pond? Anyway, I was walking across the grass, and Mister Beep called me and said, "Come back here. How dare you walk walk on the grass? I need you're gonna go. You're gonna have an imposition. You're gonna be writing an essay to explain why you walk no on the grass, but." There were two other white guys walking right next to me. I had to, me and the other guy, who was a slankin' guy. Yeah, we ended up having to right lines. But yeah, and this is the thing, like, um, when you think back at it, I'm used to this, and I've lived with this. I've always lived with this situation or feeling that I'm probably going to if I'm going if anyone's gonna get called up, is gonna be me because of what I look like, most likely. If I'm in a room, I'm probably gonna be the one that gets searched. I'm probably the one that's gonna have to sit back on when I'm trying to get somewhere on the airplane. I've been searched so many times in my life, and I'm like one of the. If you actually look, took a step back, if you got rid of my name and my color, then you'd think this guy is as like vanilla as it gets. Really, I don't do anything. Like I don't even speed, right? That just doesn't really happen. And even when I did speed, it I was like by one mile per hour, and I still got you did speed. Up yeah, it was on an average speed, an average camera thing and I got two miles per hour over or something like that and you got done for it. But yeah. my point is, that I'm pretty vanilla, right? But I've been searched multiple times in my life, multiple. Like I can't, even, I can't remember the number of times and I lived in North London and it was in North London when it happened. So yeah. when people such as GMC or anyone says, oh, stop calling racism or this is not fair or something, it's like, mate, you haven't lived the life that I've lived. I've got And I've got a nice life. Compared to others, like at least I've got a nice home and a family that looks after me, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I don't have any other struggles. But even me, you know, I've, got, I've been searched loads of times. That's just the way life is for brown
1: people, black people. I saw there's a tweet from uh, Shan who was saying so. Shan was saying, the GMC has been a, became a registered charity in 2004, so charities don't have those. to pay income tax. I love that corporation but then tax. We, we... Capital yeah, yeah, gains yeah, yeah. tax or stamp duty. As a result, they obtained tax relief backdated to 1994. In 2014, their account showed reserves of 68 million. Who regulates mm. the regulators? What a, game, what a game. We need to be getting in the GMC game. We need to be. Like, genuinely? do we become? Genuinely. Yeah, we need to become a different type of regulator. Are we
0: regu- I, I No, I was thinking about something else. Yeah, sorry. No, I'll, I'll move on Go to on. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking, really? Maybe I should <laughs> somehow become a charity should I do that is that what I should be doing Are yeah regulate
1: people just about regulate yeah yeah, I mean, we'll call yeah maybe you we should call you
0: we should become the two medics regulator. regulators and then just yeah. become a charity
1: and then we're, um, we're to undercut know, the we'll undercut the GMC. 60 yeah no, we'll <laughs> undercut the GMC we won't do any racism. So we'll just avoid being racist <laughs> so we'll just talk about you on the podcast that's what we'll do <laughs> yeah exactly we'll, we'll worry about you on the podcast and do like harasses and stuff while obviously you're not going to get registration you know just like the basics just keep the basics no racism <laughs> less of a fee yeah. and uh, we'll have we'll do a little newsletter that'll be nice and mm. we'll, we'll give you like social media guidelines so will be great mm. at that and then if you copy us in you might talk about it on the podcast that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah. a
0: great idea there oh, you go well. yeah that's it the two yeah. medics governing body of the governing body yeah are our mean, school was a charity it wasn't our school a charity it said charity number something on the, uh, on the maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, game, it's a now, game yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. a big game they all play yeah it's a big game they all play avoid yeah. all of these things because when you look at like capital let, let's look at capital gains tax no, um, corporation tax that's 20 percent. so when these companies are bringing in a million 20 mate is a lot of money that's going to go out the, like to the tax man so they're doing everything they can every little game under the sun they're going to play and it's what i mean is what we say often on the podcast follow the money and you'll find out why they're doing it and this is exactly why yeah. they're doing it it's not no, about fair charity fair. at all. It's about
1: uh, money. I wanted to ask, though. Okay, too much, but like there, there was a good tweet from Pete Oluzoga, and he was talking about he was quoting an article in the Independent, which says, "When you say you shouldn't teach kids about racism, you forget that young black kids and kids of color have to learn about racism. There's no choice in the matter." Mm. This is about uh, an 11-year-old boy who is basically being bullied relentlessly, and bless bless him, yeah, he's like fleeing from these bullies and then caught his hand on a fence and ends up losing his finger, blessed this little sausage. But I just, uh, it did make me wonder though, is that something, is like racism something you approach with your children?
0: No, and it's something that I, as in it makes me feel sad when I think about it, I think we may have spoken to each other on a personal level about this at some point, like I jokingly said that um, just being the demographic that they are, you're going to have to work a little bit harder to get to where they want to get to. It's just... The odds are stacked against them. Uh, from you, the outset. have mm. you told
1: them that? Or did you, did you no, at the that?
0: moment I'm. Te- I don't. I've not broached that thing because they're quite. They seem quite innocent. They don't know about this stuff. They. There's not really crossing their mind that someone is this color and that color. It's a really wonderful thing to see. And I don't know whether. I'm sure it will come up at some point in life, and it would be sad when it does. I guess we had very different backgrounds. We have very different backgrounds already, right? Because my dad ran a restaurant, right? So he was always mm. telling me about what. People are saying to him, tell him to go home yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And Because he used to run a kebab shop, as you remember. And so yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of post-football people used to turn up and they just shout racism at him and attempt to get lost and get out of the country and things. So he used to tell me all this stuff. So mm-hmm. I grew up knowing that there was an undertone, but I'm not sure my kids do because yeah. I don't have... I mean, my stories are very tame compared to what my father went through. Then they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're not worth really talking about when you compare to what he went through in the 80s and the 90s. I'm sure your dad went through a lot. In the 80s and 90s i mean it's incomparable oh. and so therefore i don't think it's such a defining feature of my life anymore the way it was for him it, it does hinder my life and i do think that some things may have been easier i'm sure something yeah. would have been easier for you as well yeah but, yeah, definitely. Um, you know you make do what you got right yeah.
1: i think the problem now and i think even if you try and broach it as a topic amongst anyone really because it's less overt, mm. and because there are structural issues though it's much harder to call out because it's more insidious but um, mm. I have tried to talk about it with Lils. I remember like once when she drew a picture of the two of us and she c- coloured me in brown and she was like pink. <laughs> so I would be <laughs> like, oh, kind that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting that like I'm brown and stuff. And But the thing is, is that whenever I try and... Talk to her about it. Like, I, I think I must put on a voice or something because I can see, like, her eyes glaze over and then she'll just mm. carry on a conversation about something completely different. And I'm like, Lils, I'm just, like, we're <laughs> talking to you about it. something important. And she's just like, but I want to talk about pancakes. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, quite yeah
0: I don't know where when the right age is my assumption is that they're going to face it at some point and I don't know what my daughter will choose in her life and obviously we're Muslim background and my wife wears a headscarf and my sister wears a headscarf and my grandmother does and her basically whole family yeah. of women on our side pretty much wear headscarf so I think the odds are ge- probably going towards a likely to wear a headscarf at some point right i don't really have any feeling either way it's up to her what she gets up to but if she does do that I also know that it will come with its challenges and um, yeah i know that my sister for example told me that um when she started wearing a headscarf i don't even remember my sister she didn't wear a headscarf before in habs she went in habs as yeah well. mm-hmm. and then she didn't wear a headscarf for at least three or four years into uni but she told me that when she started wearing headscarf she suddenly lost a lot of friends like suddenly people uh. weren't talking to her as much and i think one day she was really sad about it and I sat down and I was talking to her. And then she was like, I don't understand. All that's happened is that I wore a headscarf and this has happened. And I said to her, listen, if people are not going to be your friends because you wear a headscarf, then they weren't your friends in the first place. That's the truth of the matter. There they they was something else. Maybe they thought you were pretty. Maybe they thought there are things about you. You look cool. And now they don't think you look cool. And those are the friends you don't want. You, you need to move on yeah. and just get over it and stuff. So uh, not get over it, but this is not something to really lose too much heart over. I think that you're doing. if you're doing it for the right reasons and you go ahead and do it. And it's difficult, mate. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to face it at some point in life. I, I hope your kids don't. I don't know. Because they look, yeah, like you said, they, they're pink. They're lighter than you are. Yeah, they're pink.
1: <laughs>
0: so one <laughs> would look, hope, apart from their surname, surname. they may not have to face um, similar issues, right? <laughs> Maybe you could get them to shorten their name to guns. Yeah. then they're on guns.
1: <laughs> but, then they'd be like, where are you, but where are you really from?
0: <laughs> you really- interestingly, my brother-in-law's parents, so his surname is Dawood, and I noticed oh. that his parents' name was David's, and I asked them mm. why, and it's because because uh, of racism. It was uh, yeah, genuine because they wanted to get big jobs and get big places, and they did, thankfully. But they were, they called themselves David's, and to this day their surname is David's, but actually it's Dawood. But they got the Arabic and made it more kind of anglicised to be more appropriate Uh, to the uh, areas they're trying to get into so it's affected generations man and people uh, i don't know people really i don't feel really understand that the generations of us that have to to go through this speaking of generations of racism sorry there was (laughs) something that came up in our in our list didn't
1: it it was god this guy he's obsessed yeah his name's stanley Goldfarb, and Mm -hmm. he i think he's basically convinced that kind of people of color are stupid I think, Mm. I guess that's the, he's not saying it out loud, but that's essentially the implication because Mm. uh, there was a paper that talked about, so the paper is about the association between resident race and ethnicity and achievements and the people of color score lower. And the, the, the conclusions from the study are that's due to lack of support biases towards them, that kind of thing. And it's like, maybe it's not those things. Maybe they just don't perform as well. And, uh, uh, yeah, this prick basically just keeps saying that same <laughs> stuff again and again. He's just a prick. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's an old git as well. So he's been around for a really long time. And I think he's been like uh, head of a medical school. So this guy with his pernicious ideas has been around for absolute age. And that's why I tweet about dinosaurs because he looks like 400 years old. It's like Lizard Man. And um, he's sad, isn't it? It's just absolutely awful. And I can see that it, he got yeah. absolutely rinsed for a recent tweet. Mm. They just like ignored it and just keeps... So this next one is don't weaken medical residency standards. So that's, there's lots of gaslighting implications mm. there. Yeah, just a crusty old
0: This is one of the situations where they'd be like, oh, but I think he probably taken things at too face value. You have this sort of statistics where they'll say like black kids don't perform well at school. So he's probably the kind of person I look at saying, oh, black kids must be dumb then. That must be it. And it's like, it's really not that simple, man. There's a little bit more behind the reason as to why this could be the situation. And you start delving into socio-demographic imbalances and all that kind of stuff. And then you start to really get to the cracks of the issue. It's not to do with
1: innate intelligence at all. It cannot be. Yeah, But um, you think though, for yes. a nephrologist who are obsessed with, your creatinine goes up and there's 47 different kind of explanations for that raised creatinine. <laughs> but one treatment, they're obsessed with those irrelevant details you'd think that this person would be able to see them (laughs) beyond like one thing but apparently not
0: so yeah yeah you're, nice. you're going to get cancelled by the nephrologist now you just said irrelevant details about pretty much their life's work isn't it <laughs> i'm
1: pretty sure i can guarantee that not a single nephrologist will listen to this no way it's
0: yeah late no, late no of course late. not yeah one would hope anyway we'll see <laughs> <laughs> um should we move yeah, on to something a little bit like we've gone down the race yeah, of something that made me oh, really God. giggle uh, i love this one yeah. basically met dia who is quite is quite out there i've enjoyed some of his youtube videos and listened read a few articles his, but he tweeted basically all he said was hero a two-year-old orders 31 cheeseburgers after mom leaves phone unlocked. <laughs> so this makes the news. Genuine, I was like, this yeah. can make the news. Maybe I should leave my phone unlocked uh, around my kids. See yeah. she, she gets up to. But I don't. Try. Um, so if you left yeah. your
1: phone unlocked, if you left your um, phone unlocked, what would your kids buy? 31 versions of what do you reckon?
0: I don't know, something like unicorns or something. I'd be uh, unicorns. The thing is, like, if this kid does, to me, if my kid bought burgers, I would literally high-five them because I would love to have 31 cheeseburgers. Right? <laughs> I don't have the guts to go through and order of thirty-one cheeseburgers because I'd be too <laughs> worried about what people would think of me. When Robbie was pregnant, right? Um, Robbie had this uh, real—I th- don't know if Joe had the like real need of certain foods, but she needed chips. She needed chips. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: So we went to uh, McDonald's and she needed McDonald's chips. We got McDonald's right. chips, and I was and she goes, "Look, Imran, do you want anything? Because I feel a bit bad that I'm eating these McDonald's chips, and you're not having anything." So I thought, you know what? I feel like comes from KFC. So I okay. drove out of McDonald's and I went straight to KFC. And when we got to KFC, the guy looked at us and goes, are you serious, mate? And I thought, what do you mean? He goes, McDonald's and KFC on the same day. <laughs> and I thought, brother, judge you work in KOC don't... don't judge me yeah. and he just laughed at his, money. don't worry mate what do you want, and then uh, I felt uneasy about ordering oh. the amount of food that I did but I, I would love to you. order 32 yeah I know exactly, chicken shabby mate but I would love for someone to order, if anyone would like to order me 32 burgers and accidentally into my house, I'd be very grateful indeed I'll plough yeah. through those,
1: because do yeah, you, know you like to yeah that's I don't like to waste food, I eat everything wow, wow. <laughs> that would be a sight to see You'd have a bad tummy afterwards. I think if I left my phone unlocked, I feel like so. Lils has actually done it, not with my phone, but I got her into Ghostbusters, right? Um, oh so yeah. So she watched yeah. Ghostbusters after that. Like, she's in it in a big into it in a big way. So we've got, on Amazon Prime, you can watch the original, like the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Mm. And, uh, oh
0: really? Okay, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so like I bought the first season for her on Amazon Prime, but the other day I was like, "Wow, like you must have watched this it's like months gone by. Like, you must have watched this series season like a couple of times." And I was like, "Season four, ah." how did and then she's oh, obviously no. just been like click yeah yeah amazon payment through bosh it she's worked her three th- i think it was I, don't know, I think it was like eight seasons but yeah she's bought herself but i Brilliant. can't be mad at her watching ghostbusters
0: so. no fair enough i'm not sure my kids would know what to do and how to buy things i think all they'll do is look at fo- actually i know what they do they just look at photos themselves that's what they do <laughs>
1: right
0: they just look at that's photos like... themselves and maybe take more just photos like their pops yeah slightly above the... uh, Oh yeah, oh okay fine, yeah, fair enough (laughs) I didn't say TikTok, I said
1: uh, photos but yeah. So uh, I wanted to talk about, there was another thread from Ron Barbosa who was talking Mm. about his encore room did you see Mm. the pictures of it? So he tweeted them 24th of May it actually looks... Don't we all relate to this? Really, did it look all right to you? I I thought, looks pretty good. He had a nice view and he had a room so that's too like... Uh, two yeah. big ticks and there was a tv in there and an air conditioning okay, unit that's okay, yeah. pretty luxury hey, look at decor. that
0: can you see the clock yeah. yeah the clock was probably from the 70s that phone is probably from the 80s it VHS. looks like yeah that that toilet that shower i mean look
1: but the, he has all, all those, those things that, mate my uncle rooms like the reg office is a reg office yeah. with a chair that, that kind of just slides out and i take a sleeping bag Depending. Yeah, that's bad,
0: isn't it? The, the, those are the times when I do look at my life and think to myself, "How did I get here?" All the decisions that I made in my life, and now I'm sleeping on a sofa
1: in a yeah, sleeping bag,
0: that's... and then in the dark night in a hostel. I've clearly yeah. made some bad decisions. That's that's what I always used to feel like. I, I hated it. I hated all of that stuff. Like um, I remember in one of the places I used to work, that we had an on-call room, and then the consultant actually allowed us to use their office, and then they had this big screen, like pack screen, in their office. And right. I used to sit there and watch Netflix all night. It was the best time. I used to love those on calls because you know what it's like when you've got kids and family and stuff, you don't get time to watch Netflix. But when you're at work, like doing the night shift and you're between scans, it was quite nice to catch up yeah. and binge and things, plow through like loads of, you know, Breaking Bad I did on. I remember the yeah. consultant walked in the next morning and said, God, it must have been a tough night. You look knackered, mate. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. I wasn't watching oh, yeah. Breaking Bad all night, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the NHS can be a bit, yeah, I don't know, can be a bit hit and miss. One of the things I thought was a little bit missed, though, this week was, uh, I don't know, what is weird acronyms and medicine and the NHS? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you remember this one? This is, it's yeah, just... this is
1: awesome. Do you want to read out? So it's uh, so inappropriate poster in the NHS. That's from It was a tweet from Ollie Sims. So assessment of risk, A, skin inspection and care, support surface selection and use, keep your patient moving, incontinence and moisture care, nutrition and hydration management, and giving information. <laughs> and the acronym is ASKING. Now, just... whoever made that acronym up knew exactly what they were doing. I'm you sorry, so? but... Well, maybe they just thought skin. Skin, you don't need the two S's in there. You don't. You do. <laughs> so that person knew exactly what they were doing. I don't know how it got through to actually being a poster, though. And this, I, is
0: like, um, this is like one amazing. of those times when you're, you're at school and I think, they'll tell you about this, like we're in geography and then we had to try and right. draw like a map of a, a city and the way it expands and someone draw this really long shaft of a, one that is part of the city and then there's two kind of more circular parts <laughs> of the city at the back. <laughs> and, they, and they put a river going right down the middle of it as well and then it became these tributaries at the end. <laughs> It <laughs> was all seriousness. He's like, so this is a city, and this is the way it's expands. And I think the, the teacher was like, I think we know what's happened here. <laughs> Thank you for your efforts. Can you please take a seat? <laughs> I feel like this is one of those situations where someone is, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take the mic here, and they'd be like, and the letters are A S S K I N G.
1: Actually, someone's like laminated that I made it to a poster and put it up so like nobody's caught the
0: out on it. The fact that you can go all the way, it's just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, those are really? little little... Um, those those things you just love. Those, the, 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 I don't know why I keep talking about school this week. It's really um, bringing back <laughs> yeah. a lot of memories. I don't know why. Yeah, Once I was enough. in um, religious studies, right? We had Reverend... Do you remember the Reverend, Reverend of school? Do you remember him? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he was teaching us and you imagine like a U-shaped classroom and he's teaching and he could step forward, step forward. So people he was in front of some people and in the, in the U shape, right? And he was talking to us. And meanwhile, one of the guys, he got up. I don't know what was going through his head. He got up and crept up to the board and wrote, I love sex on the board. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he would have sat down, right? And then we're all keeping quiet. I don't want to get in trouble. And now you think the reverend is teaching us about whatever he's teaching us. And this guy's got a lot of sex on the board. And then someone tells him, you can see someone whispering to him and he went, oh, I'm nodding. Yeah, yeah, nodding. What's he going to do? Right. So he's like, he like started creeping up to the board again and you think look you got away with it once there's no need to do what are you going to do now and he, yeah. all he did was pull a little arrow yeah and put i love and he put anal <laughs> <laughs> and then at that point none of us could take it anymore we start laughing reverend turns around and said what on earth are you doing and then the shock was what's <laughs> we're shocked it was written on the board and sends them out of the classroom
1: oh no so i don't what? understand oh god yeah. <laughs> So what punishment yeah. did he get for it, do you
0: know? I think he got an essay, most likely. I don't know what
1: <laughs>
0: <but> <laughs> only in a private school could stuff like that. I, I just can't imagine that happening anywhere else. Do you think?
1: So I'll tell you who
0: it was later. I'll tell you who it was yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. You was. Were, I don't, don't think you'd be particularly surprised. <laughs> yeah, but way, um, I just enough. couldn't believe it was just the most unexpected thing in a religious <laughs> in the middle of a religious studies class with the red. There. It's a red <laughs> to write so something crazy. like that. It's just uh, Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I don't know why I keep going on tangents today. Actually, we pick up a fesshole since since we're here. And uh, Yeah, I yeah, yeah fair up. enough.
1: This is a kind of tame, to be fair, it's tamer than that story. But where's that fesshole one? So it's like someone um, who...
0: I stay in hotels in and around London for work. And when getting a pint after a day's graft, I have one rule. If the pint is over six pounds, I'm stealing the glass from my bar at home. If you're robbing me, then I'm robbing you
1: back. Fair yeah, enough. I wouldn't know. Six pounds is a lot, is it? I remember the days when it'd be like one pound fifty. Or like you get a pound. Oh. Paint for okay. a pound yeah mm. but like london presses, it's ridiculous i think i remember at a conference recently and i bought a round i literally maybe three gin and tonics or something and it was like mm. i remember being they were saying like oh it's 40 pounds i mean like sorry and um i remember thinking like what have i paid for and they had but obviously i it out and i was like oh Okay, let's have a look at that. Oh wow, that's how it much does it hurt. At all. Yeah, it was painful. It's painful. <laughs> yeah. You like really sip those drinks, but like, you better savor them. You don't like drop a tiny bit, like you. And like the ice cubes, you have to chew them. You pay for those as well. They're probably like five pound ice cubes. Um,
0: Honestly, this reminds me but... of the times when I was in A and E, and then you had this patient, and they will be when you ask for the drinking history and the smoking history, and they used to tell me a number. Like, okay, cool. then I said, I literally used to have one mate of mine and say, "Listen, mate, is that a lot of units? I don't even know." Is that a lot? And he goes, dude, that's a lot. I was like, okay, thanks, man, thanks. And that was my general. I, I don't know this stuff, man. I've never been, it's never something Never like been it. a boozer. Uh, yeah, I've never been, yeah, never done that sand. So never bought it either, so.
1: Fair enough. Going into the kind of like um, off-kill, this one was quite tickly. It's uh, from Nicoya And it said, what me- never made sense to me was how Hitler thought blue eyes, blonde hair and tall was the superior race. And he was a short brunette? Like, mm. I'm like oh, yeah, fair enough.
0: How did he get away with yeah. that? Yeah. I don't know, people, man, mob mentality. I-, I remember this coming up in history. Like, it, it was actually a really complex cert- lot of circumstances, wasn't it? Like, looking for a scapegoat, the economy at the time, him know, being a very gifted like, speaker, all that true, stuff. True, true. Yeah. But he'd be literally <laughs> yeah. like,
1: this is the perfect person. But then he'd be standing there like the little gremlin. <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> like we see
0: it. Obviously, I'm not saying our PM or anyone is of that level. But, yeah, you see them do yeah. the opposite of what they're saying. All the time, isn't it? Like sure. being honest and all this kind of stuff. I'm, I'm speculating. I wonder if you did go to the uh, General Motors Council. I'm not sure anything's entirely honest in there. I'm just speculating. I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised to follow the money and all that. I'm sure something, I'm sure that 63 million or whatever is not sitting there doing nothing. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah, I wanted yeah. to
1: ask, I put a tweet in here which kind of formulated a question that I wanted to ask you. So there's a tweet from Tessa oh, okay. Davis. And oh, she said, yeah, I saw this. Be- yeah. Yeah. So beginner, yeah. put your whole talk into slides and read them. Intermediate, yeah. use more images than text. And then advanced, use one idea per slide. And master mm. is go slide free. What do you think about that? Mm. you do a lot of presentations
0: and stuff, don't you? I do, and I actually 100% relate to that. I really do. So, yeah, genuinely, when I first started doing teaching sessions and stuff, I I felt like a beginner, but I really, in my mind, I really believed that I wanted to be the best teacher out there. For some reason, I I just always liked it, and I wanted to be the best that I could. And as time's gone on, I've noticed my slides get less and less wordy, and Mm. now I prefer to teach without slides and now i obviously i do a bit of youtube and i'm actually doing a talk actually i can talk about this i will be doing a talk for radiopedia for the annual uh, conference this year and uh, I did want to do it without slides. I, I prefer to do YouTube style with graphics coming in, a few memes flying in and out. And they weren't so keen on that. They wanted me to do the usual kind of slides and, and talk. But even when I did the recording, I did it slide free from the top of my head. And then I'm going to add the slides later. It just works for me better over time because after a while, you've said the same thing again and again, and you almost picture what you're talking about. And, and you anticipate the questions are going to come up because you've been there so many times that you don't feel like you need to fall onto any slides. You can pretty much, I don't think I'm amazing, but I'm definitely better than I used to be. And I find that going slide free is actually, yeah, true. I I agree with that. Uh, I think Tessa's quite quite good, isn't she, from what we can see. She's um, put some very nice, wholesome tweets out and things that you can learn from. I've I've been quite impressed with her work. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, she seems really wise.
1: She seems
0: really wise. And I think she runs courses as well, doesn't she? She
1: does, yeah. yeah, She was talking about something else, about how there's something that's better than PowerPoint, I was like, what? There's something else? There's loads of stuff, isn't there, really? Uh, yeah.
0: Ten... Uh, Canva. Yeah.
1: Uh, Canva's very good. Canva, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. she
0: was talking yeah, about, yeah. actually. Yeah, Canva's excellent. Because yeah, you can get really wonderful... Gra- they've got pre-made slides, and you just change the pictures and the images and stuff, like Canva. And I use a different version of Canva, or a, a bootleg version of it called Crello. And no, it's a different company that runs it and, oh, and stuff. Uh, no, no, no. I paid for it and the stuff like that because oh, yeah. I, I had some I deals made
1: Yeah,
0: I paid my money through my LTD and tax efficient way as possible. But no, no, I'm just um, playing around. But yeah, the, yeah, Crello and Canva are excellent resources for making slides and making them more interesting. Mm. So I'd highly recommend if anyone is making slides, do use Crello and Canva. Sorry, I don't want to yeah. take the, the attention away from Tess. I think she's far better at teaching this kind of stuff to me uh, on this particular subject so uh, yeah anyway i mean yeah. i
1: think it's interesting because like it's just so it's such a default isn't it just to be like oh, I'll just use powerpoint and i think even mm. just by using something slightly different people will be like oh, okay
0: what's this yeah um, yeah but it's more fun i think when you don't and and the recent stuff i've been doing experimenting with memes and graphics and stuff like that i'll show you actually through at some point there's a new course i'm working on where um, it's like you draw, it, the drawings are happening in the background while I'm explaining like facial bone fractures and stuff like that. And I really do think it's far more effective and far more engaging than just doing oh. slides. Because we've all been through slides. We've seen slides before. Yeah. But when something's being drawn in front of you, zoomed in and showed, swiveled around and stuff, while the person's looking at you and engaging with you, I think that does... Uh, changed the game a bit and I'm quite excited for whenever that comes out. I'm not trying to plug my own courses that's not the point of this podcast. Listen, no, no it's, it's interesting so uh, I wanted questions. to talk about this yeah.
1: guy called Tech Lead who apparently was a like an Google person and he basically mm. talked about he goes, oh he's deleted it he's deleted all his tweets so fair enough he goes, women mm. shouldn't code and I trashed their resumes at Google so they could raise families instead. He just sounds like a lot of prick really.
0: Tech Lead? Um,
1: is he, yeah. what is
0: he Tech Lead, has he got a YouTube channel?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know Tech Lead.
0: He's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, fine. I didn't know he tweeted. I didn't know who's on Twitter. I am swear he's got like a million followers on, on does, YouTube. He does, yeah, yeah. Um, keep saying he's, he's never judged. Yeah, he's very deadpan, if you ever watch the videos, but he's very engaging. I don't know what it is about him. He's very deadpan, very engaging, and he just chats and just can leave it on the background and
1: listen. Sounds him. like a misogynist. The funny thing is, I respect women in tech more than anyone else. Many women sacrifice family and children for career. This is a choice I would never make myself. To see them yeah. make that choice, nonetheless, is a level of dedication I like. It's just weird.
0: Mm, virtue What's signaling
1: like and stuff, yeah. If you yeah, watch his
0: videos, he... you could probably imagine that he'd say something silly like that. He just seems yeah. like he's probably not quite with it, which is why I think people quite like him. He's quite endearing. Uh, check out his video. Maybe don't. Uh, after that no, no. uh, uh, Tweet. But yeah, I, I know Tech Leader. I've
1: seen him on YouTube a few times. I just think the funny thing is that, like, literally, like, wasn't coding invented by a woman. <laughs> Ada Lovelace.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, isn't it? But I don't think it's a coding per se. He's trying to be all like women shouldn't work and raise families, isn't it? That's what oh, no, he, he, to no, he specifically at,
1: keeps he? saying coding.
0: Oh, is he it? Okay, saying, oh, that's yeah, weird. It? Okay, fine.
1: Yeah, I've been I really getting code. into
0: this uh, YouTuber recently. What's his name? Nico something. And he, he went and saw some like the most racist town in America. Have you seen that? Did you see that? No. Never send you. Uh, send oh,
1: I saw that. I think he like interviewed. Did he interview the head of the KKK or something? I saw. Like, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Snapshot.
0: He's hilarious, this kid man. I've never seen him before. Yeah. Uh, and then I just someone just sent me his video. I watched it. He's got like five point three six million followers. And uh, I think like the I think after you know what YouTube does like, when you watch one video that person starts to suggest other videos, and yeah. it had a video from him. His first Q and A when it was like four years ago, and the man he's a child. He's actually a kid. He looks like he's fifteen years old. Oh wow. and the video is brilliant like it's really well put together and really funny and really engaging I, I just feel like yeah I'm just saying he's hilarious and fair enough good good on him doing 5.36 million followers and a really fun video of meeting the KKK person did you see that you, you yeah. should watch it he he rips into them and right in front of them a bit very Ali G-esque very Ali yeah, the way he, he takes them out he's done really well there Impressive, yeah. that yeah
1: I guess we're coming close to time. Um, Yeah, yeah. We had another good tweet
0: from Emily and Monet. The two genders, sex pest and body dysmorphia. Mm. So it was like baby, it was a a baby t-shirt or something. And for the boy, it was lock up your daughters. And for the girl, it was, does this diaper make my butt look big? It's Um, just awful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, these t shirts exist. I don't know. Yeah, it's what are we trying to do, man, when you've got kids and given this kind of stuff? But yeah, have you seen now that kids have got like these mini camera thing, like selfie camera with a wooden sort of like light thing if they want to pretend they're taking selfies and doing YouTube videos themselves? But it's all wooden, but it looks like a proper little camera set. When I first saw one, I found it really weird. But I don't know, man, I guess people are seeing their parents with this stuff now these days and they want to play with it and they don't can't play with it. at least that's something they can do changing world out there man
1: really is yeah do you see Mehul tweeted today nine forty. oh my gosh hot off the press so one of the interview questions i prepared for and has have been asked is would you be happy being an average doctor what would you say apparently there is a right answer
0: yeah i am an What's, average
1: doctor so is that how you'd answer an interview
0: oh and in oh in an interview you have to play the interview game don't you it's Take my what hand was the and the interview dance answer? around, no. Obviously, the interview answer is that you're not happy to be an average doctor, you want to try and work to be the best that you can be. You're going to be taking on CPD, going to courses, going to conferences, doing research to try and further your own learning, to try and benefit your patients, and stuff like that. Yeah. But in reality, you just okay, want to yeah. work in that place because it's near where you live. And that's that's yeah. the but isn't that the truth of the matter? Most of the time, like when you're going through training, getting shoved down around everywhere. And what I remember what happened when I was finishing training, people were like, Where do you want to work? And I oh, I'm not sure. Because where do you live? That was literally the next question, where do you live? Yeah. And I said, like, Oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, why does that why is that into doing? Anything? Because now all of a sudden you can make that call. I want to yeah. work where I want to work in the country. I don't want to be running around the world anymore. But yeah, interviews are silly, isn't it? When I did my interview, like no one knew whether I was a good radiologist or a bad radiologist. They knew that I was did a nice presentation of the of the challenges of radiology and the future <sighs> and where I think it's going to go and how we're all going to be taken over by robots one day, and how bleak it all is. Yeah, they didn't know whether I was a uh, terrible one going to get discrepancy left, right, and center, which I may or may not do. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and uh, yeah,
1: there wasn't anything else. Was there, Trisha? Was there anything else you wanted to get through? Any big ones. There's one, thing, one tweet about a Guardian article, um, which I think mm. I'd recommend reading. It was on the, May the 21st, and it said, yeah, the title of yes, the article that. is, yeah. when my husband left me, I did for the kitchen. Here's mm. how. Here's how comfort food can save the soul. And I think mm. this it definitely like resonates with me because I'm definitely someone who eats a lot when I feel down, oh, p- pretty much any excuse. If I feel ill, I'll eat loads. If I feel down, I'll eat loads. If I had a hard day, I'll eat loads. And <laughs> often it's like without pleasure. <laughs> like I was just, when I saw it, I was like, what's your, do you have a specific comfort food? Me? No.
0: The thing is, I, I've done that situation where I try and keep as few junk food things in the house as possible. So when I have a craving... The poor kids, man. I don't think they've got any chocolates left. No, you can't have too many of those. It's bad for you. No, don't have that. And then I and I know in the back of my head, I'm probably gonna need that later because sometimes you're tired. And now I find myself, I think mainly a big packet of crisps. Yeah, I just love a mm. packet of crisps. I'd have a packet of crisps like three or four in a day if I could. What favorite? Hopefully, Hopefully don't keep them around. You're not gonna I don't know whether I'm gonna lose people again. Knickknacks have got nice and spicy. Oh, yeah, you like
1: yeah, that. I love that. Is that your favourite?
0: Yeah, I love that. Nice. Yeah, it's either that or Monster Munch uh Pickled Onion. Oh, yeah, yeah, one nice. of the, one
1: or the two, yeah, I love those two Those are my yeah, go-to, right. what about you? Comfort foods, probably pizza I, I'll, I'll eat oh, any yes, form of pizza way. I do quite like crisps, but to be honest Anything that's really unhealthy, I love donuts. Oh, custard filled donut would be good oh, you You're custard anything, man, God's sake yeah. I love custard, yeah, yeah <laughs> Literally though, the problem is that I just eat I get to the point where I'm, I'm just like Putting stuff in my mouth, I'm just like chewing away And there's no there's no like joy in it I'm just like eating it because I'm like, I don't know when I can next have this Rubbish stuff, so I better eat it now and uh, long since before, but i will just be eating and eating. Um, so when I read that article, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. I could see. There's, there's, some, yeah. there's something like procedural about doing it, just chewing it and just thinking about you. I
0: always find that when it's when I'm knackered. When I'm knackered is yeah. the time when I'm like really at the brink. That's when I need something like just terrible. And uh, yeah, yeah, then I'll end up ordering something and that's it. I'm done. That's the evening. Uh, speaking of eating, I'm going to hopefully be on holiday eating some wonderful food very soon. Yeah,
1: I really hope, uh, look forward to seeing well. some of those, pi- some pictures. Are you taking any particular books with you? No, I think, I, I think yeah, I read really boring. Mate, honestly, you
0: don't want to, so the, the book I'm reading at the moment or listening to is called, oh yeah, I told you about this, Be So Good That Oh yeah, I'm is it one. boring? No, I'm only in the, about two chapters in and I don't normally need to stop the book and take notes, but this one I was taking notes on. I really was. Because oh, wow. I was like, this stuff is gold. It's really mm. like gold because it really makes you think about, like why, it made me think about why I do what I do, like why I do, why I do, why do do radiology why I became a doctor and the difference between what passion is like what is a passion Mm. Uh, and we should talk about that sometime actually because I think it is Mm. quite the stuff I'm learning now which I knew when I was younger maybe I would have made different decisions or been more um, forceful than decisions that I did make in the end because it is interesting to think about what what qualifies as a passion and sometimes what you do as a job and you're saying that you're passionate about is not actually passionate at all you're Mm. only saying because you're good at it that's it
1: so do you ever read anything just purely I don't know like pleasure
0: or fun yeah is, that is fun yeah for me
1: oh, it's fun. Oh, no, fun. I, enjoy,
0: I genuinely enjoy that stuff I enjoy stuff like that like the last book before that was 100 million offers that was really interesting about how to how to price things
1: <laughs> how wow. to price
0: things yeah yeah you're thinking about like yeah how to how to yeah price things accordingly to, according to what you're trying to sell it was really interesting but this is stuff I'm into it just goes to show you what I'm really into it's not so much the scans yeah that kind of stuff Anyway, yeah. yeah. How about you? What do
1: cool. you? A book called The Five, and uh, so it's by Hayley Rubenhold. I can remember the author, mm. and it's basically the stories of the women that were killed by Jack the Ripper, a but a bit up. But I think because in general culture, I think people just assume that the women who were killed were prostitutes, but actually weren't. Mm. And so it just. Oh kind really? Of re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and so it just basically talks about them. It it, it talks very little. It, Barely, Jack the Ripper barely features in it. But it's really interesting. interesting. Like, it just, like Even though at the time it probably would have been considered mundane lives, obviously mm. they all had that in common and it just um, reframes it. I think a lot of women from that time, uh, they had fewer rights. But interestingly, even at the time, the police just assumed they were prostitutes based on absolutely nothing, no, like no evidence. And so this person's gone back and looked over their backgrounds and accounts and stuff. It's really interesting. Uh, before that, that I read amazing. War Doctor. Remember that guy that you worked with, David Not, uh, uh, oh, the guy who has a GoPro in his head. Oh yes, uh, yeah, mate. That book is so good. David, really, War okay. Doctor is so good. It's so good. I thought it was going to be like cheesy or whatever, and but he has led a really interesting life. The stuff that he's talking about, like the kind of stuff that he's seen. It's just, it's just amazing. It's hard not to feel inspired kind of way. Like I'm not usually after the kind of goofy, cheesy stuff or whatever, but it is so good. It's really it's just just to see another per- person's kind of perspective of a completely different life. That There's mm. no way that I could ever have taken the kind of tangent in life that he has done and find the satisfaction from the things that he does. But mm. listening to it, I'm like, what? He'd totally be someone to sit down at dinner and be like, just, just tell me about like last week and it's so, it's so awesome yeah it's so good
0: it was read by him uh, yeah recommend that really okay I might go check that out once i finished um finished this one cool man cool hopefully I will be around for the next episode yeah and as usual my Twitter look after yourselves try and be nice to each other man it's been a bit it's been a bit yeah it's been a bit tough out there and yeah let's try not to get cancelled alright bye
1: bye bye, bye.